2: Nation, what is good? It's your boy Path the Designer back at it again. Appreciate y'all for tuning in and rocking with us for another episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. We got the squad in the building. Yo. Stephana Dine always showing love. Of course, we got the super producer Joel Holt oh, in fellas, the back. Fellas, A lot of And uh, from uh, downtown Indianapolis, not really. P-Kid in the chat. Kid, what's good?
3: What's happening, bro? What's
2: going on, man? What's going on? We got, hey, listen, boys. First off, we got to start the show off right, ladies and gentlemen. Clap it up for King Poles. Clap it up for King Poles. That's how you have a day, boys. That's how you have a day. My God. Yannick Ngakwe and Mercedes Lewis on the AARP plan. Stop playing with them. He's dominating out here. Uh, We got to talk about what Yannick Ngakwe does for this defense. Also, we got to look at uh, what the expectations for this team is now going to be. And is this the uh, 2023 version? of the 2018 Khalil Mack acquisition. All that more in today's episode of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Hit that like button. Subscribe to the page. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. It's the only channel to talk Chicago sports. Hot Chicago Talk. So make sure you get in tune with us. Stop playing with us.
3: Stop playing with the boy.
2: Let's go. Let's go. Wait, you need me to adjust that mic a little bit for you? I feel like. Feel like, wow, uh-huh. There you go. Right ah, there. there F- go. Feel yeah. like you were like trying to reach it a there little, little bit. You know what I mean? Like we can up the seat. Don't <laughs> worry about it. Anyway, let's get up into this fog, man. Uh, boys, <laughs> At least it's listen. not
1: sinking. At least it's not sinking.
2: At least it's not sinking. <laughs> it's not sinking. I fixed that chair. Shut <laughs> up. Uh <laughs> <laughs> hey, boys, we got Yannick. Uh, this is a move that we knew was coming. We we knew that the Bears were going to sign a pass rush, not specifically this move, but Ryan poles to me, waited out Yannick and Um, gets him on a one year. 10.5 million dollar deal. Of course, this is this news drops last night. Question to the chat, question everybody in here. What does this do for this Chicago Bears defense? What is this going to do for the players that we've added in the offseason, for the players that we uh uh had on our defensive line already? What are your thoughts on that? How, what does this do for this team?
1: Well, I think what it does um automatically is it is it, it it just bolsters it. it makes it makes the it makes the end room better, it makes the def, it makes the defensive room better. Everybody on that line it absolutely makes them better from now you now you get uh Yannick in the room that's gonna make um that's gonna make Dexter better, that's gonna make Pickens better. Because we talked we talked we talk about the young guys, right? Yeah. Um how, how fast are the young guys gonna excel? And you're you're learning from a guy that's coming from a coming from a system, those Colts team respectively dominated on defense. It was just the offense that we were worried that, You know, we, we kept saying, "Oh, if they get this QB, if they get this QB, they'll, they'll be able, they'll be able to excel." the The Colts' defenses um ex- ex- excel when Yannick was in there. So I mean, every everywhere he's gone, he's he's elevated the defense. I think it'll elevate the young guys. Now, um, when we talk about the the absolute pet pa- uh the pass rush aspect of it, right now you're talking about. Oh well, the one thing that Ibrahulus mentioned in his um in his press conference, now we want the we want the secondary to be ball bo- we want the secondary to be ball hawks. That means uh, we got Brisker, Eddie, Eddie Jackson, Jalen Johnson can can go do what those guys have been uh, built to do. Especially Eddie, we talked we talked about the uh, the 2018 team, yep. um and, and he's come out. You know, he had a he had a career year that year. So it's basically just. Eases everybody's mind about if they got the pass rusher, but not only that, this will help them excel, and especially for some of those vets that are on the team, like a Jalen Johnson or an Eddie Jackson, this will be able to get them more comfortable and back to their roles that they were in pre- uh, previous and in 2018.
3: Yep. Yeah. Interestingly I'm, enough I agree with everything like that. I agree with everything Anderson Pat just said. I didn't realize that that man was actually going to come here and be a sports analyst at this point, but it's exactly hey, what it hey, is, hey, King, I'm, 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 I'm just anyway.
1: bringing the drip. That like hey man, just I just have to, I, I had to do it. Hey, um, kid,
0: kid, he said, "Yes, Lord."
3: <laughs> <laughs> hey man, there's a drum set somewhere. Anyway, um hey, somewhere. It's, one thing I will say, if we can get a little volume on Pat's mic, that'd be great. Uh, one thing I will say is this totally, I don't know if I'm jumping the gun, if I am, send me to shut up. Uh, for me, it just it solidified the fact that we have the right guy at the helm. Look at what ultimately this move does, what we got him for. Pat did a great video where he had a lot of passion, 86 36 inches of uh, bear head behind him that he ripped off the, the wall right for. Way, it.
0: Dog. Don't say
3: that um, the wrong way. pause. Uh, <laughs> but like hey, 36 inches of bear a bear head that he ripped off the wall because he was so excited about this particular move. But it just goes to show you how competency what competency looks like. And I know we've we've stretched, we've harped on that a lot this particular offseason, but let's just be real. We went from Ryan Pace, who I mean, he won some awards and stuff like that, but he ain't do what Ryan Pose just did. Yeah. And so you see how, how we've gone from a strategic tank to a, a great rebuild, him staying poised, not necessarily feeling pressured to actually make a move for another QB, even though there was a hot, you know, rumor around that. How he sold off the defense last year and pretty much get it back and look like what we end up with. Like we're kind of right back in the same situation with the retool defense and things of that nature. We were talking about this defense being potentially top 15, maybe. I think now we can arguably say that we, we have a fighting chance of being top 10. Am I wrong?
2: No, I, I don't think you're wrong. I, I mean, to me, like, right, like now all of a sudden you're talking about this defense as a defense that has a ton of depth. Right. Like, I, nice. I I think the linebacker room is still a big question mark, but I think you're 100 percent right. Like I was talking about this defense coming in without an edge rusher because I got to the point where I just was like, they're probably not going to add one, I guess, at this point. Uh, maybe they feel confident about what they have. And I had them top 15 because I think that when you see the DBs, when you see how they're setting out the scheme, you can see a lot of things that look like they're going to go the Bears way.
3: Absolutely. Point. I absolutely hey, by done. the way i only got 51 people y'all see this production that's being put on right now we only got 51 people in this life y'all share this thing man hey listen don't be don't don't be that person don't be a hater share like y'all know what to do man let's get back into it uh looking at the other thing i want to mention is a simple fact that we we're all big on the one signing but tell me a little bit about mercedes and, and what he ultimately means for it. give me oh. a dive a little deeper into that one if you don't mind
2: there, there, there's no doubt Mercedes nah. Lewis is a blocker.
3: She's yeah, nah.
1: You're he talk, talking about
2: Mercedes Lewis. Yeah, he's nah. I, I yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Not, I was legit. Yeah, there's, no, there's no depth on he's that. He's my age. He's a, he, he is your age. Bro, legitimately. Bro, 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 no, is he's, he's a blocker. He's a blocker. You know what I mean? Like, he's somebody to help Darnell Wright on the right side. He's a good blocker. He was in Jacksonville with Yannick. He's he's somebody to bridge the gap. That's that's pretty much all it is there. You, what you were saying,
0: Joe? Uh, my initial thought is that this kind of puts them in a great spot where they're still – I think this moves them from maybe top 15 to in that top 10 range because you got a guy that can average, what, seven, eight, nine sacks a, a season. So you're still in a great spot. If if Fields is the guy, then we could take that pick because Yannick is a stopgap. We still want to compete for the playoffs. Yeah. And we can use him for one year. Maybe he's good. For, well, he's only, what, 29, 30, 30 years old? Who? 20, now 28. 28. 28. Okay, so – if why he got a one-year deal, something something says there's something wrong there. that He didn't get at least three or four years to go to 32. But on top of that, I feel that, well, now you got this number one pick next year. So you can either go for the best defensive end to pair maybe with him if he stays. Yeah. Or, and then
2: fields is the guy, but we're still in a great spot. Now you go Marvin Harrison, Jr. I'm still on that. I don't not, care. No, I, I, I Marvin I, Harrison Jr. Hey, that's the, the consensus. All that? because here's the thing: if, do you want? Do you want the I, Chase Claypool will probably be here. Darnell Mooney might be here, or Darnell Mooney will probably be here, and Chase Claypool might not be here. You're probably not keeping both of them. Yeah, especially really? if I get, especially if I can go uh, get Marvin Harrison Ma- Jr. in the draft. Marvin Harrison Jr. The thing now. is and as I'm, I'm advertised. You, you want to know what's unstoppable that I've seen at training camp? 10 times out of 10. Chase Claypool on a slant. is <laughs> is one of the most unstoppable forces that I've seen. Like he's 6-5. What are you going to do? Like so to me I'm like let me go get Marvin Harrison over there. Let me have uh DJ Moore over here. We'll throw Chase Claypool down here in the slot and I think that the Bears are uh looking like a a Bengals offense in that situation. But that's a whole different thing, right? To me when you're when you start off here with the Yannick and Gakwe, the main thing for me with, with where this Bears team is at right now is that I my biggest question coming into all of this was you went out and you got these blue chip players, right? You got Tremaine Edmonds, you got TJ Edwards. These are going to be the guys that are leaving your linebacking court. You've got these this DB room that looks like it's going to be a star-studded DB room, but Pressure does that, right? Kyle Fuller has his breakout season that gets him paid because Khalil Mack and Akeem Hicks are sacking quarterbacks left and right. They're setting sack records. They're one of the best defenses the Chicago Bears has ever seen. All of a sudden, Kyle Fuller's job is what? Oh, I got I to gotta pick this ball up that gets tipped at the line because that guy's dead down there. So now I just got to grab it as it falls into my arm. Oh, I could do that eight times in a season. That's what pressure does for you. And so for me, now all of a sudden you've got Yannick Ngakwe. I looked at the guys in the backside, and I think that that's crazy. Wow. I looked at the guys behind Yannick and Gakwe. That was That was a crazy one right there. We made it 10 minutes before I had to throw one out there. Don't worry about it. Uh, I look at the guys behind Yannick and Gakwe and I feel more confident that they're going to be able to go out there. <laughs> Shut up kid. I looked, he tried to hold it. He tried to make it through. That's the best part. He tried to make it through. Um, yeah. I, I, I look at him as a guy who is going to be, able to uh, cause that havoc in the backfield, which makes your DB's lives easier, which makes your uh, uh, um, your, your linebackers lives easier. Mm-hmm. But also, I thought you had Demarcus Walker. I thought you had Rasheem Green. Those are two guys coming in that had, uh, both had seven sack seasons last year, right? But you didn't see those guys be the main guy, which is the reason why the seven sacks were gotten. Somebody else was the number one on that defense that was getting the focus. With them coming in being the number one, I was like, I don't know if you get back to seven sacks. Yeah. With Yannick and now on this team, now all of a sudden to me, Demarcus Walker's a dominant two again. He's yeah. gonna he's gonna have the best time yeah. on the opposite side.
0: It's like uh a with uh like Alex Brown. Yeah, when they got a back. No, I'm thinking, well, no. No, that's Peppers, right. Agulier and
2: Alex Brown, pepper. They remember that we got Peppers rid of both came, of them for Julius.
0: Right. So yeah, it was when a but a yeah, he plays off. So it gets it gives Alex Brown more ticks. So cuz he was like a 7-8 sack kind of guy. So it's it's still a it's a good defense
2: and it probably makes us balanced. No, 100% man. 100%. I'm I'm excited about what it's going to do for this defensive line. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh I said this on the Chicago Bears podcast today. The best thing that that the Chicago Bears did for that Mitch trubisky offense was go get Khalil Mack. Cause it puts oh, you yeah, in short fields.
1: He couldn't. He couldn't drive the ball down the field.
2: It it puts you in short fields. When when Mitch had to drive ninety yards, you were in trouble. Yeah, but he could use his legs. He extended a lot of plays, a lot of broken plays. I mean, I get you, but what I'm saying is right. Like when 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 you got to do that from the twenty of your own, you know, your own side of the field and drive down, you're not. A, it makes it a lot harder to go eighty than if you know I get the ball at the fifty because. Somebody's going for it on fourth down, or we get a turnover, and all of a sudden we're bringing it back.
3: Pat loves to just exaggerate time. that That's error and make it seem as if he always started at the fifty, which is just not true. But I love Pat anyway. Anyway, 20, uh, uh, <laughs>
2: 20, 18, I, listen, in twenty eighteen, he spent a lot of time nah, on the right side he, of the field. He was.
3: Hey, 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 listen, listen, listen. It's like four games, but like I, I, get, four, you. Four I get you. Four games,
1: what? Hey, no, I, I can't cap on that because I was, I was, at, I was at like, Pet House every time we watched them game. It's literally
2: like the third best defense in Chicago Bears history.
3: Hey, hey it, it anyway, anyway. I mean, yeah, mean, Hey, Money Mitch is not getting think it's slandered.
0: Gap move to keep us. I think it says we're going to go to the playoffs, and and Ryan Paul is saying Fields, let's see where you're at. Well, there's let's no more excuses. See that's what i'm saying it should make him viable i don't know why he only got a one-year deal if he's 28 so there's
2: something there's there's something there and there's probably something that's coming from past teams um
3: i got a good i got good speculation if you all let me what what up because if if it doesn't work out i don't have to pay a qb i can draft one if it does work out i get to extend my qb i get to work some contracts And we get to make we get to run it back a different way. He gave himself so many outs, but the way he's doing it, that's the 4D chest that I'm talking about. Like no one wants to hear it, but like, yeah, if Justin Fields doesn't work out, they're gonna they're gonna make a move for one of the QBs coming out of the next draft, which a lot of people are uh, rating pretty high.
0: What's gonna happen is if that Panthers pick is high again, and they're gonna trade down and get multiple picks again. If because now they got that if that quarterback's that great, they get the top one or two. Yeah,
2: they're
1: gonna move down again. Are you talking about? Are you talking about Caleb Williams? Well,
2: you're you're Not, saying you're saying if uh things work out, they're they gonna do that. If right. things work out, yeah. If I can things, see that. Don't, work if things out, don't work out, if things don't
3: work out, I got another way to plug in a QB Yeah, he's saying that situation. if things don't
2: work out, you can go get Caleb Williams. You can reset yourself at the quarterback. Here's what. No, the, that, here's the one thing that he is doing, and this is this is what I I will be a hundred percent honest with with with. Ryan Poles, he's setting himself up very much like the 49ers are set up where it doesn't matter who I put in there. That's how the Bears are starting to set things up. Now, you got to get the offensive line right. You're hoping that the the dynamic that you have here is a good one. But kid's not wrong in that. They are setting this thing up as if because guys get hurt, like Trey Lance did, we're going to self-insulate and we're going to self-insulate right. on both sides of the football. The problem is every Bears team that we've ever had only self-insulated on one side of the football.
3: But, Bro, thank you, thank you, Pat, and thank you, Steve-O. For, like, it's not no hate against anything. You have to understand that the GM's job is not to sit there and get emotionally attached to any one particular person. You actually can't if you're going to be really good at that job because you know what would have happened if he was emotionally tied to everybody? We probably still have half the defense of last season. So Like, he's not emotionally tied to these people. He, he well, can't be.
2: not really because he didn't draft any of the defense that we got I mean, or bring it in. Like Realistically, this would be the year that he would be emotionally tied to people. Yeah. And because th- th- this is his first draft class that he's going to see coming back. Now, the good thing about Ryan Pace or Ryan Poles is he's not pulling a Ryan Pace where he's so emotionally tied to people that he's just second year in their career. He's just giving them the, the break-the-bank contract. I think Tariq Cohen ended up getting 38 exactly. mil out of us. Tariq Cohen got the Cristiano Felicio money. Like why? no one
3: ever thought. You said you said it yourself. Yannick got a ten year, a one year, ten million dollar contract. Was he not worth more to the market?
2: Apparently not. And and that's, that's that's why. And and honestly, that's the realistic part of this, right? Like this is why I love how Ryan Poles is going about this because Yannick Ngakwe is a monster. There's no there, there, there's no tape you can put on where you're not telling you. Yannick Ngakwe doesn't get to the quarterback now. I know people are concerned about him in the run game with the run defense, all of that stuff. Maybe he's not playing on four, on first down. Maybe he's playing on second and seven. Maybe he's playing on third and five, right, um, where you have to pass the football. But I have a guy that I can put in that when they have to pass the football, he reaps havoc. And that leads to interceptions. That leads to the ball going the other way. That leads to balls getting knocked down because you let the ball go too early. And you're pairing this with a guy in Tremaine Edmonds in the middle that Justin Fields talked about Tremaine Edmonds. And there was a practice where Tremaine Edmonds just knocking stuff down over the middle. And Justin just came. He had a smile on his face when he said it. He said, literally, I if I throw that ball to any other linebacker in the NFL, it gets through. But because it was Tremaine in the middle. The ball gets knocked out. And so you're starting to see this Bears team build a defense how they want to, build a defense in a way that this team is going to be able to uh, uh, utilize for years to come. And when it it comes to Yannick, right, he wants a a place where he can be at long term. I think that he does. But, you know, I think that's – I don't know what his mentality is or how he is in the locker room. He seems like a guy where everywhere he goes, he goes about his business. I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's a bad teammate. Because the dumbest thing in the world is when people go out and say, oh, this guy's a bad teammate. He his teammates don't like him because he does this or he does that. And uh, like that's the narrative they got started about Russell uh, Westbrook. And no teammate says that. In fact, they all just go, he's one of the best teammates we've ever had. <laughs> Michael,
1: so who's saying this?
2: <laughs> you know what I mean? So I I, I never want to jump on that he's a bad teammate, but there's something about him that people don't want to keep around long term. I don't know what that is. Mm. Uh and and I mean listen at the end of the day we've got them here where do you see this bears defense now ranking among the NFL
0: I think it goes somewhere in that top 10ish rank I mean they put a lot of it might start off slightly slow with the like having all the rookies and but they got they got some pieces like have we seen it where we have a full complement of secondary like safeties and the corners 2018. No, no. Like I'm saying, the whole thing. The
1: 2018. No, nah, 2018. 2018. Nah, so
0: 2018 was no crazy. No, nah, what, on, what on, weaknesses on, on that Leonard 2018 Floyd, defense? The was not that great.
2: Though. It didn't matter The center and the in the left side <laughs> of the line mean, are, But we
0: didn't go any. We got to the first round of playoffs and lost.
2: That don't change the fact that during the regular season, that was one of the best defenses. Now, what I'm saying, they is, were bad. That offense was so bad, you couldn't do much. But you know, 2018 was was your what, what that I'm, was a that was a defense where you were strong at every yes layer of the defense what i'm getting at is that this team is they're right there
0: yeah we got talent where and i'm comparing this to the 05 or 06 season because, uh team because they had a great defense but then with them getting hurt we lost Mike Brown yeah. but even then our safety i think was Harris he was okay you know we had Peanut Tillman Erlacher of course but we never had we could never get that third linebacker Because it was like Hunter Hillemeyer. (laughs) Hunter Hillemeyer was out there. But in this cover two, Tampa two type defense, we might actually have the full complement of talent. Uh, I'm not saying that, you know, N'Gakwe is like uh, the Julius Peppers or anything like that. But I think he's capable.
2: Well, I mean, I think that's a good question, right? Is this Ryan Poles, Khalil Mack signing for this defense, right? Is this comparable to – because what that signaled was – we're going for something. It's not we're we're taking our time. It's not you know. We'll, is signing Khalil Mack the same as or I'm, is signing Yannick Ngakwe the same as Ryan Pace going out and getting Khalil Mack? Um. Okay,
1: so for for me, I would say. I I, I would say I'm a, I'm gonna go yeah I'm gonna go yes and no because when they when they sign no, that's
2: not another relax there oh. Dan Olavski. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he might be the worst quarterback in the yes NFL. He no. might be the MVP. Nah, nah, i Now, nah, honestly, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna go. I'm a, okay. So, in this case, I'm, a, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no. The the Khalil Mack signing, like, why was great? It was like legit play one, play one day one. He get he gets a sack on Aaron Rodgers. And every everybody's going, everybody's going crazy. Um, I I think for for this though. The the Yannick signing legit. The the Mac signing was yo, we're gonna we're gonna go out and we're gonna absolutely try to win now. Like this defense yeah. is ready and built to win now. I feel like the Yannick signing is more so we're we're trying to win, but at the same time, like we got these other young pieces. So like I feel like we're on the cusp of trying to do that, but it's also like we gotta see. Like,
0: yeah, I, I think that um, like
1: like we got like we got to see it because everything else like it's like Joel said like the the pieces are in place. You you now have it where you're, you're talking about you was you was just talking about it the other day. Sanborn misses time, Sewell steps up, um, and and you know not now now you got that third linebacker. Even if Jack Sam, Sam comes back at yeah. that point, and one of them doesn't play, you're talking about the depth. Now now you got a fourth. Um, you know, you know, if, if, if one of them does get hurt, I think if we're talking about where they're going to be, um, you know, when it's all said and done in the season, I would probably say right outside of the top ten. So I'll probably say twelve I'll probably say twelve or thirteen. But that, but that's that's a playoff team in my uh that's a playoff defense in so my that, opinion. That's
0: one in the division. That's this should be a capable team. And I think that uh no, it's not the same. Is, is Mac, but he's this guy is he's the part that get us to when we get Mac. <laughs> yeah, he is the other defensive end we need to have the four complementary linemen. So we got the two rookies. He has enough, hopefully, experience. And then you said, what was it, Dominique Robinson, the other end?
2: Dominique <laughs> Robinson or Travis Gibson but is Travis probably Gibson. coming on the other he's side. Like, there. Those
0: are he's a good. He's just the that's the seven eight sack guy.
2: Yeah. Nine, we still need that. Demarcus Walker, too.
0: We need that killer. That so he's a good piece that we need. I, I, I. Go ahead. Go ahead.
3: You know what? Just answering your question directly. I think this is one of those moves where he fits a particular need to help us be competitive. Like if our offense, let's just put this on the table. If, <laughs> if, if we have the offensive game that we think we have, we will have going into it. We have all the pieces on the defense for us to be competitive. I think you made this point uh, a few shows ago that uh, if you had a top ten offense, you have to have like a top fifteen defense to kind of be competitive, or if you, or vice versa, right? Just to make the playoffs, and then for those who actually went in, uh to win uh, win the Super Bowl, yeah. it was a top one. They had one a top five of something, top ten of something, and I think this puts us on the cups of that. Like if if Justin Fields really gets that offense rolling, our defense is is tooled enough for us to be competitive and get stops at the right time for it to be one of those things where one helps the other and not just solely leaning on other. And I think he does that because we didn't get to the QB a lot last year at all outside of, uh, a PP. <laughs> he
2: he comes in, we had six and a half sacks last season from our defensive line in total. Um, yes, he, he comes in with 10.
3: <laughs> he feels that I, gap. So now we get pressure on the QB for our, our defense to actually do what they need to do.
2: Uh, um,
3: what's that the boy's name? Uh, he's real good. He drafted him last year. Come on, talk to me.
2: We drafted him last year on defense. Yeah. Jaquan brisker. Jaquan Brisker.
3: Maybe. Anyway, listen, was, we allow them, we allow them, them to do what they need to do by getting pressure on the QB. And, and that's the biggest thing. Like, look at the games that we lost. And we lost by like one score, and we didn't get real pressure on the QB. That yeah. changes now. Yeah, that changes simply from him. That that's not even looking at offense. Just from a defensive perspective, we have enough pressure now for those games where we lost by one score or late a uh, late game to totally have a different outcome. And and that's that's exciting if you if you're a Bears fan because now it's like no matter what. We have enough, we've insulated this situation enough where we have multiple chances to actually get uh, etch out a win, and it's not just on one side of the ball.
2: Well, and that's why I say that I do think that this is on the par of Khalil Mack, right? It like was it, Briscoe, by the way. I, I don't I don't think that it's the the same, right? But why I do think it's on par with Khalil Mack, um, or in that same line of thinking is because Yannick Agakwe makes the rest of this defense better. That's what Khalil Mack did, right? Remember, Kyle Fuller, we, we thought he was terrible. We thought he was okay, right? He was yeah. like, he's all right. Like, he's, I thought he was good. I didn't he plays cornerback, but I never thought that he was, you got to pay this guy when he's up for a contract. But all of a sudden, when he came up for a contract, And Khalil Mack's there, and I believe he had eight interceptions that season, something like that. Now it's like, well, we got to pay this guy. All of a sudden, Mm you turn this guy. Trayvon before Trayvon. Trayvon before Trayvon, right? So for me, I I do think that this is on par with with going out and getting a guy like Khalil Mack because I think it allows other guys on your defensive line to be better. I think opposite of him, you got two guys in DeMarcus Walker, Rasheem Green. I think that Travis Gibson might be able to even have a bounce-back season because when Travis Gibson was at his best, he had – Seven sacks, what two seasons ago? You know, he was a guy who, you know, was benefiting off of what the defense had. Well, off of the Khalil Max, off of right. So I'm not surprised off of Akeem Hicks being in there. I think that this is the move that makes the rest of your defense show what they can do.
0: Well, you got a D line. We finally will have it. The D line is kind of almost built.
2: Yeah. And then you can make it better. Like,
0: this, that D-line is probably good enough to, to work, but then it's also like with next year we're going to end up getting, you know, another person to help, you know, we get a, a prized rookie. Maybe there's a free agent signing that comes in that really takes that defense over the top. It's a good defensive line. Yeah. And if the two rookies can do their part, because we need that penetration from the two gap or the nose tackle coming up. So that's where um, I think we have a competent D-line that makes the secondary better. It makes everybody better.
2: Yeah. And you got to, you have to go out there and be able to get that pressure up the middle. They've made a focus at that. And this is just like, Hey, we had to do something at the edge. We might as well go out and get the best. And I love that Ryan polls waited them out, man. Uh, 116 in the building, man, hit that like button, subscribe to the page We do talk Chicago sports daily on this joint. Appreciate y'all for showing love as always, man. All right. So we've talked about two of the three topics here, man. and, I think that this is the real one where it comes down to what th- we're going to see this season. What do you think the expectation is of the front office of this team now? Is this we're going all in? We're trying to make it a run in the playoffs? Or is this we're just removing the expectation or we're removing all the excuses from Justin Fields? And it's still just about the development of Justin Fields.
3: I think this is above 500. This is a let's get let's get a, a 500 or above type situation. Um, you can't control ultimately where you land if other teams are performing well as well. Everyone thinks that the D- Detroit Lions are going to have a monster season and there's no reason to think that they won't. Right. Shout out to Don Burr, although I hate to say that. There's no reason to think that Detroit Lions won't have a good season. So with that being the case, you're going to have some comp- some competition there. There's no reason to think that the Vikings won't have a decent season.
2: No, so I think the, that they're going to be bad. I'm not going to lie to
3: you. I, I kind of get that feeling, though, but it's like, until we see it, I, I,
2: I've got I got to nah, give him he credit. He's just hype
1: on Jordan Addison. That's what it is. I'm, oh, no, I'm, 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 I'm so hype on, on Jordan, no, 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 hey, Jordan I'm not, Addison. I'm hype on
2: Justin Jeff. Jordan Addison the dog. I ain't going to say No, Jordan
1: is Jordan, Jordan the dog. I'll tell you who I'm not
2: hype on is is Kirk Cousins. Hey, listen. I think that it's going to be a a season of – they went 12-1 and in one-score games. That's unheard of. It's crazy. It's literally impossible to do. I don't know how they did it.
3: You got to give them, you got to give them credit though. Like Kurt was getting that ball to Justin Jefferson. He now has another big target. Like they've made some interesting moves, but until we actually see that's a team like we have to see, we have to see what they ultimately look like. If Kurt is going off the deep end, then we know what it's going to be. But if Kurt is out there blazing, it's going to be a long season and it's going to be an interesting fight within the, the NFC North. So at this point, like, I think this is one of those, we're going to be as competitive as possible. You know, let's, I'm not saying playoff or bust type situation, but it's definitely like I think you had them at like seven and seven and nine or something like that.
2: Who, the Vikings?
3: You had the the Bears. I'm talking you had the Bears at oh, seven the and Bears? nine.
2: Yeah, I had, I had the Bears at seven and ten uh, before this move.
3: I think this is an eight. I've eight had situation. that as
2: their floor, basically. Like you should be able seven to win 10, seven games. You should be able to fall out of bed and win seven games this season.
3: This is like an eight win season minimum type situation, in my opinion.
0: I, if this dude is talking about four thousand yards and this defense is, is actually top, you know, fifteen, this is a eleven win on the on the high side. This should they should be. It, the NFC North is a I think competitive of the division, but I don't think the Packers are going to necessarily make that much noise, and I don't believe that the Vikings are actually going to do anything. I think they're going to
2: regress. Oh, I think the Vikings are going to fall back to earth. But the one thing I will say is I also just can't say that the rest of the, the league is just going to lie down and die and let the Bears get 11 wins in there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, there, There's there's a lot of other teams out there that we play, and I'm not saying that this schedule is saying that we can't win 11 wins. I think that you can find your way to 11 wins if you get off to a really good start. This, there's some wins on this uh, uh, um, schedule that we might have as losses that might end up being wins, right? Like, I'm not going to lie to you. I, I completely don't have the Bears losing to – the Kansas City Chiefs, but most of that was based on the fact that I thought you weren't going to have pressure on Patrick Mahomes. Now you might have pressure on Patrick Mahomes. The problem is, still at the end of the day, it's Pat Mahomes. <laughs> pressure really doesn't matter. 15. Now
0: you woke up the wrong moment. I think this is a playoff. I'm, I'm here. here. <laughs> uh, I'm here. I'm here. These moves say it's make or break. If it if, if feels as who he's supposed to be, which hey, I. Hey, mean, Joe, talking to, he huh? talk to the mic for me. Huh?
3: Talking to the mic for me. How about now? That sounds better.
0: Yeah. I don't (laughs) know. It's weird. I don't know. Okay. But in the, you know, the thing is, is that this, that push to me, he, he dropped 10 million a year on this guy. This is a make or break to say, all right, fields, hopefully we can extend this guy and we, we got to go to the playoffs. There is no, this isn't a seven, seven season, a seven win season is a disappointment. I mean, the, the, the Panthers, what they went three and 13 and go 13 and three the next year when they had the number one pick. Yeah. And they have been retooling and they got better. So I think they laid down last year. Last year they were a seven-win team. They just said, "You know what? We're smart enough to figure out how to get a pick." You know, we don't, we don't need to play super hard. So, no this this should be a competitive playoff-contending team, not an NFC Championship contender, but at least a playoff contender. This changes yeah, a lot I think for, me for me.
3: Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead.
1: Yeah, I think for me, um, I'm I'm looking at I'm I'm looking at a nine nine wins to be able to get them. To the playoffs. I'm not gonna lie. To the playoffs. And the only reason, the, the only reason why I'm changing my, I, I think nine wins is doable. And the only reason why I'm changing my tune,
2: well, not because it's not winning the division. Ten wins to me wins the division.
1: Okay, ten. I, I, I think that the, I think that they can get Will? ten because, uh, because this is the thing. Yeah, Will? I'm. I'm looking at. I'm looking at everything else. Jam, uh, Jam- uh, Jamison Williams. Out, out six games um right right now right now Minnesota looks good on paper you you really you really don't know what's going to happen with that yes they yes they got Jay Jettis. they got uh yes they got Jay Jettis and they got T.J. They don't but have they that need figured out. they don't have that defense figured out and it's getting older it is it's getting older Detroit um you know what why they did add some other pieces CJ gardner Johnson got hurt yep they said they still don't have they still don't have another pass rusher. Who did you who did you replace TJ with a tight end? I mean, so 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 those so those are the things I'm looking at, and and when it comes down to the Packers, everything legitimately hinges on Jordan Love. So it so it's like to me, J Mo missing six games. You you can you can get off to a, I'm I, I'm not gonna say I'm not coming out the gate saying that they're going seven and one or anything, but. Four, four, four and two in the first six. You can go four and two. The, 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 the crazy first thing about
3: this, I'm looking at the schedule now, and for me, I looked at this last night when we made these. We made this particular uh, acquisition, and it it changed my perspective on what we, on how I looked at certain matchups. Like for instance, I thought we would split Vikings. I think we have a chance to 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 sweep them, mainly because Kirk Cousins is not mobile we have someone to put pressure on them and if that's if we stick with that and that's we're successful at that obviously they have a they have a line there as well but uh, that Kirk Cousins under pressure don't look good like he just don't right he ain't got the legs for it uh I look at the buccaneers I'm Baker Mayfield to me don't scare me no. uh with pressure on him he just don't
2: I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. The,
1: I'll say My this, thing, yeah, but, you know, but Baker, Baker got that same team he had in Cleveland, though. I'll say I this. feel more,
3: I actually okay, he, feel better he, about rolling he, it to the, the Panthers and not caring about what, uh what, what's his name looks like. And I'm not even thinking about that matchup now because I don't think he's going to have the line to protect him.
0: I'll say this, though. Listen, in the history of this cover two, cover two beats all the bad quarterbacks. Only the really good quarterbacks can beat the cover two defense. Yeah. So you can figure out what record we're going to get based off of who we're playing. So average quarterbacks, bad to average quarterbacks, have a problem with the cover, two. So that's going to tell us what our season's going to be.
3: I honestly feel like the only reason we don't win the division is because the Lions have an easier schedule.
2: Bro, you win a lot of stuff. That, that, like- I ain't going to lie to you. It, it, the Lions is a prove-it-to-me team. Like, I, I feel <laughs> I feel good about them. I feel like they're going to be a good team. But I've, I've also watched the Lions my whole life. It might yeah, be reading. I've watched. The, sure, yeah. I've watched the Lions my Can whole life. I'll, I'll never forget Matthew Stafford getting to the uh, first round <laughs> with Megatron, and they lose in the first round. Uh, but all the hope was on that team. I think they added Reggie Bush that next season. It was supposed to be the the lights out lions. All of a sudden they was coming out dominating. Here we go. And I think they won six games in this year. Yeah. <laughs> like I, like, I, like, I, like I, and, and I think, I mean, I i i, I was The sorry. Lions or the Clippers. That's a bar. <laughs> no, I was saying
0: they were. The, 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 Clippers. Clippers. Yep. <laughs>
2: the Lions are the Clippers, yep.
3: bro. Like, hey, but, hey, but even the, the Chargers, that game looks different to me now. Herbert don't hey, look good with that. Hey, hey,
1: hey, hey, hold
3: on. Ain't, ain't,
1: ain't, hold on.
2: I have that ain't, as a law. Ain't
1: Justin Herbert one of his guys, though? No, nah, so.
2: not really. Nah, he do really yeah. rock with Justin Herbert like that. I don't think so. Has he been, has he been overhyped on Herbert?
3: Not at all. I've always said, what has he done? But like I said, he slings appeal, peel. But like he outside said, of that, for him to be top. They made him nah, top five. Nah, remember? nah,
2: nah, nah, nah.
3: No, they made, made him like up, top. He, Jared, he was like six. I was, was like, what has he done to be six?
1: He was like, yeah, no, nah, it's it's him, it's, it's, it's Derek Carr, it's Justin Herbert. I forgot who else he was talking about because he got Hey, him. listen. Like, oh, yeah, no, nah, Justin thing, Herbert. Justin Herbert's going back. Only
2: wrong. thing, hey, only hey, thing, hey, thing the I love, person, only boy. thing that I love is that I'm pretty sure, kids, Derek Carr love will die this season. Because... Oh, no, for sure. For,
1: for sure. He's, he's going he's he's to do in a mid-game.
2: And I don't have high hopes for that team either. I'm like, you got to show me something. Like I said.
1: He's he going to do a mid-game just like he did mid He was like, yes, yeah, uh, Sunday, Uh, you know, uh, 4, 4, 4.30? 4 4, yeah,
3: Sunday, 4.30, uh, uh, you
1: know. Mitch hey, hey, yeah. and Mitch
3: had Mitch had the prove it game with uh, the Steelers. I was like, Come on, Mitch, come on. Yeah, you ain't do it. All right, all right, cool. That's it. All right,
1: you're done.
3: But you do realize that my entire narrative now is now shifting based off of for one, let's just give credit where credit is due. Again, re-emphasize that King Post has put together a great line oh,
1: absolutely.
3: and retooled in a way he's done it faster faster than I thought he'd be able to do it and I think this is is it almost borderline historic if you really think about it um I also want to sit there and just say he's put Justin in a situation where it's just not on Justin it's not just all on Justin which is a good and bad thing because now it's like hey Justin only has to worry about being the best player he can be. He don't have to worry about compensating. He don't have to worry about, oh, do I trust to throw to this guy? You got the guys to throw to. Am I going to be, sit there and get my face beat in every time I snap this ball? It's, I think I think we have a line. We have to see it. Um, am I going to have to worry about outscoring the other QB every single time? I don't think he has to worry about that because we have a decent defense now. But, or but good here's defense. the
2: thing. That don't He's
3: insulated him so much to actually just succeed and play ball. And that's that's what I like about it. He's done it's it the a, right way.
0: balance we have a balanced team. Uh, I mean, just the difference is that we have an offensive identity now. So now you, you've put pieces around to fit the offensive identity. So before in years past, we always watched this hodgepodge of, you know, you might even get a quarterback, but then you don't even put a system in that works for his skill set. So at least we have someone in there that's trying to maximize Justin Fields. You've given him the weapons that we need. And then we got a defense. We've always had a good defense over the years. It doesn't take long to really build a defense. Yeah. But this is a balanced squad. I mean, with a receiving core, a quarterback with two, maybe three tight ends, uh, the line still – it sounds like we might be giving the line a little bit too much praise. (laughs) (laughs) Which which, one? No, just the O-line. The O-line like – I mean, it's fine if they're healthy. It's right. It's it's fine if they're healthy. But the point is like this is a balanced squad. Uh, I think V-Dog had asked me a question you Know Fields does well, um, he's going to have to be he's going to pay whatever the market rate is. I don't know, he's not going to get 500 million dollars, a half a bill, <laughs> yeah, 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 but you know,
2: he's going to pay whatever. Well, it depends is. on how well he does, right? Like, yes, listen, but it's like it's like we said yesterday an average game for Justin Fields this season is 4,000 yards, he
0: got for 4,000
2: yards, for 4,000 yards, 35 yards a game. That's it, like his 17 games. It's not it's not the old NFL no more, right? So it's not it's not that hard to do. Like and I'm, I'm not going to say that it's hard to do, right? But like it's not it's what average QBs in the NFL It's no
3: do. longer special.
2: It's no longer a special thing. It's only special to us. 12 teams in the and in, in this NFL have had 5,000 yard passes. The Chicago Bears have yet to even have a 4,000 yard passer. That's how see that's how bad yeah. it's been. So it's nothing crazy to me and and to me right I, I will say this: It's still on Justin Fields. It still will fall on Justin Fields' shoulders. Every that's the that's the curse of being a quarterback, right? Guess what? Was everything in in Oakland Derek Carr's fault? Probably not. But who do we look at? Who's the guy that we blame? Who's the guy that we that we say you know came up short in the beginning of those games, right? That my favorite thing is is when you know we bring up the uh, where well, he's got the most game winning drives of anybody. In the NFL over this last span, like uh, that uh, means uh, he had to win the game. That means he was down. was we? No, nah, not we. He. No, no, it's not just kid. Like a lot of people bring that up about Derek Carr, and it, and it's the, thing, it it's, defense, it's the dumbest thing. I bring that up because defense dumbest thing in the world. Yeah, me because just, when you watch the Oakland Raiders games, they be losing twenty-one to fifteen. <laughs> with, 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 <laughs> they and, and, and they be losing because it, ain't nobody scoring. Like, they, like yes, there's times where it's like you lose the game and it's a major. Come back, but it's very rare. A lot of them are Oakland games where he lost. But what I'm saying is, right, like mm-hmm. everything that happened in Oakland is not Derek Carr's fault. You yeah. want to know what happened to Derek Carr last season? They added Josh McDaniels. He's garbage. He's a terrible head coach. Anybody confused doing that? Thanks for checking, checking on me. Thanks for checking out here. In, no, uh, I said Oakland, my bad. Thanks for checking <laughs> on me out here in <laughs> Vegas. I'm still <laughs> a piece of garbage. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what's going on out there in Vegas, dog. Like, he's 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 terrible. Like He's one of the worst head coaches I've ever seen in my life. Well, no. Hack it. Hack it. Hack, hack it. it. No, <laughs> nah. hey, no, 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 no. Urban Meyer.
3: Urban Meyer.
2: Hmm said, head coach is Urban Meyer a worse head coach no. than Nathaniel Hackett no, was. No, because no, he got he fired,
3: he got fired sooner, uh, didn't he?
2: Who's the defensive
0: coordinator now? He lost every game. For the Lions, Don Burr, tell us. Oh, you <laughs> talking about Matt, the map? Nah, but you know what, though? He lost every no, no, game. no,
2: did lose every game, but that team was spunky. A spunky that, loser, hey, hey, for sure. No, 100%. Oh, the, Vegas, the, the Vegas Raiders were just garbage. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> hey, They had Derek Carr and and uh, and uh, Devonte Adams. Say, Devontae Adams,
1: perform, Josh Jacobs. Nah, yeah, Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Josh, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, Hunter was just, Renfro. Yeah, Max Crosby on one side. That, Chandler Jones. Hey, on on
2: listen, other. listen. That Denver team has the same team, and we're looking at them like, wow, they have so much talent. How <laughs> just come one change. Who changed the ball? coach? <laughs> <laughs> why Why aren't they throwing it to Jerry Judy? <laughs> y'all don't have hey, you know it's
3: bad when a coach comes in, says you're bad on national TV, and has to apologize. Did he have to apologize? apologize. No, he
1: didn't apologize. I he, said
3: an apology I regret, he said, I regret. I regret saying.
2: It. Oh, that's not an apology. You're not an apology, bro. Just, come say, on, Hey, listen, you know what that is? I regret telling y'all the truth. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that was, uh, right there. <laughs> still Nobody's trying. the worst head coach than Rex Ryan. now Rex nah, Ryan. Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan went you. the AFC nah, title. What are you games. talking about? Yeah, Mark. Nah, yeah, nah, yeah,
1: bro. Come on. Nah.
3: He's a Rex, cowboy he fan. He had a bad
2: quarter. He had a, he he had had a horrible he, quarterback. Sanchez. He hey, did the most he could with that. Hey, game. and this is the funny thing about that, right? This really tells you about, and this is why I say if Justin Fields is successful here, like somebody asked me the other day, they said, uh What's it? Go- Maybe it was kids. Like, what's it going to take for for him to be a superstar? Oh yeah, we were having a superstar conversation. Yeah. If Justin Fields is an average quarterback, he's the greatest thing Chicago's ever seen because he's above average running running with his legs right. so like like he's exceptional as a mobile guy so if he's just average like he's the greatest quarterback Chicago's ever seen we will put him in the rafters he will be like the the greatest thing since sliced bread because yeah, he's cool. here in Chicago that's what Mark Sanchez was with the Jets like i remember every year being oh, like is Mark yeah. Sanchez a good quarterback Nah, but
1: I, I never it, they
3: real, they get that boost for the Patriots, right? God, they it, didn't beat
1: the Patriots like legit. That that he had that. a year
2: with the Patriots, he had a year with the Bears. Who's the yeah? That's that's a Trest, tough question. Tressman, wow. this is this is a good question here. Who's the worst? Urban Meyer, Hackett, or Tressman?
0: Tressman was not one Urban of the Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. Tressman. Tressman Urban Meyer. His, Urban
3: Meyer didn't even have his locker room.
0: We had Mel Tucker trying to run Lovey Smith's defense. Yeah, and we actually put up points. Yeah, we had Brandon Marshall,
2: but he was terrible. Yeah, he was. I think he was a good. He's a good he's OC. A, he's an OC. He was a good OC. He, he was a terrible head coach. Yeah. yeah, he's not the worst. He's not the worst. Hack. I don't know, bro. Hackett is tough, bro. Think about that. Nathaniel Hackett had so many people. Nathaniel Hackett had literally just star talent at almost every position coming into that season. And they were one of the worst teams that we've seen in football. And, they and just it, looked incompetent.
1: It, but but you knew you knew it was gonna be bad. Their first game was on Monday Night Football. and They had a chance to win it, and I think and he didn't uh, call
2: time out in time.
1: Yeah, it was it was that. And then uh, instead of giving the ball to Russ, he was like, "Nah, I'm finna. Uh, we, we 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 finna kick this field." I don't know
2: if thing. Urban's work because Urban's team wasn't good, nah, either. bro. Because you lost Urban Meyer's team bar wasn't good, after.
1: Mind you, he was supposed yeah. to be—he was supposed check, to be check. a quarterback whisper, whisperer. But that's cause just because he's a piece Tre- of garbage. Trevor, I don't have nothing Trevor to do had just—Trevor had, just, you know, had just prestige worldwide. You, you know, check, it was like, check. oh, he's gonna be able to help him turn Trevor into, tra- uh, Trevor into trash, and then come out. Doug Peterson got the man looking like sunshine again.
2: I mean, I get you, but I, I don't think that that makes him the worst. It makes him a, a, a piece of Boy, garbage Roy, Roy, for being got, in the Roy, bar, Roy, doing what Roy, he did kick, with kick somebody Roy, else. Oh, oh, by he the way, uh, uh, DeMond players? came in with the uh, Rod Marinelli for uh, yeah, the coach. Yeah, yeah. Kicking players was too, bro. He was kicking players, the player kick, kicking. But kick I ain't going to lie to you. It's a lot of stuff. I'm not going to lie. Let, let, let's, let's have this. Kicking players. Seriously, though. As a man that lifts a lot of weights. You just letting people come up and kick, you. No, <laughs> or I, or as a kicker that literally kicks for yeah, a living. I, I, like I'm kicking you back, I break your leg. That, that's true. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm I take I'm, your knees out. You're 67 I'm, I'm years tri- old. I'm tripping. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm, I take you out. <laughs> Hey, Talk man, we me. appreciate y'all for tuning in and showing love to another episode man, of the Windy City Breeze Sports Talk Daily. Man, let's finish it out on this. Hit that like button, subscribe to the page. Boys, uh What's up? does this raise what your expectation of wins is on the Chicago Bears this season?
0: Yep. Yep. Tell me Yes, sir. Tell me this. All agreed. All in favor,
2: say aye. Aye. <laughs> aye. aye. <laughs> I don't know if my expectations ten, but you should be able to compete for it.
1: Oh, this, absolutely. There, there's no the 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 off the because like, if your
2: expectations ten, that means ten is the floor. I don't think that's I don't think that's true. This I don't is, think ten is a I don't think ten is your
3: floor. my floor is eight.
2: We but hey, look. look, look, we might be
0: watching. Like this, this guy seems very systematic. Polls, right. He's disciplined. He's not. I like pace because pace kind of gambled a little bit. But this guy is systematic. Yeah. So he, what he's doing is like he's built. These are the building blocks. This guy in, uh, that we signed. This is a one year deal. It doesn't hurt him. He, he's not he doesn't hurt us in the cap. So what we're seeing is what he wants to do is build a foundation. And we might finally get we might finally be the, the class of our division. And this could be the beginning of it. Because this is a very balanced team, very well put together. So, I don't know. I think this is the – I pop- will say
3: we talked a lot about polls. And it's it's good that we've talked about how he's constructed this team. We've talked a lot about the pressure on Justin and what what's before him. I'm also now looking at, at Luke like – I mean, uh, not Luke. Uh, I know what I'm trying to say. Floos. Floos. There you go. Eba Floos. Matty E. Um. Now it's all about ultimately what that looks like. Now you've said that we're gonna see a lot of lot of passes and stuff like that, but you know, one of the biggest harps, and we've 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 just gone down this whole coaching thing. We've had coaches stifle talent. Whether right. it, so now it's like, hey, we got the talent, everyone believes we have the talent, we got the GM who got the right people in here.
0: See that's okay. that's the I, that's the naggy effect of a bad coach. Like, yeah, yeah, not uh, that's um, my man. Um, dang it! Why do I do the Fisher, Jeff Fisher,
2: Jeff Fisher? You know you, the the game passed Fish by. No, nah, but coach. see, he's he was Fisher was a good coach. He was, he was, the game passed them by. They were a strong
0: defense, very strong running team. Yeah, like yeah. you got to give them some credit. But everybody seems. I mean, some of these coaches will get a good year, but the whole point is sustained, you know, excellence. Can you have some type of continuity? Yeah. So, you know, can you get the most out of your talent? Luke Getze, I think what we saw in that, that Patriots game last year was like, that's what we're going to see coming out next year. Yeah. Stop trying to force. There's got to be something you can't do. And hopefully we can cap. If we do that, this is a very dangerous squad.
2: No. And I, mean, the, and I think the part that people forget is right. Like that was everybody. That was everybody's. That was everybody's first time. Now, whether you like that or not, that's what the facts are. I'm not here to tell you what you like. I'm here to tell you what actually happened. That's what
1: <laughs>
2: that's your first year. So it took it, it here's, here's if you want to hold your head on anything and feel confident about anything coming into this season, it took a guy seven weeks to figure out what was going to best suit a guy. That's impressive. We've seen guys that have had two years that haven't figured that out or a different coach. It took him seven weeks to figure out how to best adjust the team to Justin Fields from yeah. week seven on. Justin Fields was had one of the highest QBRs in the NFL, had one of all of a sudden the Bears offense was putting up 28 a game basically, right? Like all of these things start like he figured out how to make that offense work and here's the one thing that all Bears fans agree on. That offense was terrible. <laughs> so you figured out how to make something out of that. That was like taking, you know, what's the ingredients we got? We got ketchup, salt and sugar. And Worcestershire sauce, y'all know how to say that word, right? Worcestershire Worcestershire,
3: Worcestershire sauce. Worcestershire. 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 It's the longest word for no reason. No sauce should be named right? with like seven syllable sauce. I'm
0: a so, Barones kind of guy, by the way. <laughs> you're you what? I'm a Barones kind. of guy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> But you, those were the ingredients, and you yeah. found a way to turn that into a steak. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what Luke Getsey did last season. No, he
0: got an impossible burger. He got an impossible burger
2: out of it. You know what I mean? He turned that he turned that set of ingredients hey. into an impossible burger. So it I'm 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 confident coming in because to this point, the one thing that me and Kid both used to talk about with Nagy, who develops under this guy? Who's developed, developed. under Matt Nagy? We literally went through literally nobody got better under Nagy. No, nobody, everybody got worse. In from one year to the next, just being at training camp, Chase Claypool is better. Justin Fields is definitely better from working with Luke Getzey. Darnell Mooney's kind of working himself back in. I think he's going to get better because he's going back to a position of comfort. Khalil Herbert looks like he's going to be a speedster out here. Bayless Jones looks leaps and bounds better. Yeah, yeah. I was, was going to say,
1: and the defense, the defense is absolutely like. You, well, you, you the can defense just not
2: to help but get better
1: though. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, everybody <laughs> it, like, it was like,
2: Hey, we fired everyone, go figure that out. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, every, every, it was, just, it was everybody's team. flying around. You you can tell that ju- just just the team is as a whole from like the front office down is just locked in because this is pretty much everybody's year two. Yeah, this is pretty much everybody's year two, yeah. and to be to be this locked in and and them know like hey we gotta execute we got that we got this figured out we know nobody's stopping us doing this we know nobody's stopping us doing this hey all we need all we need is a pass rusher here like they, they're they're ready to surprise a lot of people The sustained success after this because I feel like there's going to be because you, you can't go to anywhere else but up this go down sustain. Success is well. That if you go down, just Marvin, Marvin Harrison do it. Yeah, but we three
3: wins last season. We can get zero.
1: It's going to turn them into the class of not only the NFC North, but
2: possibly the whole NFC. Well, so, hundred percent.
3: Hey, fellas, I think that's a good show.
2: That's a good show. I call that a podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Hit that like button, subscribe up, to then. the page. Mm-hmm. We do talk Chicago sports daily on this channel. We appreciate you guys for showing love. For the man, formerly known as Ringo J. by Nadon, the, the super producer, Joel Holt, right. in the back. And, of course, the pettiest man alive, Mr. P-Kid. I am Pat, the designer. I don't know why I put so much emphasis on my name. Y'all stay safe out there, Chicago. Peace. Bear down. Follow, like, subscribe. Follow.
3: Bear down.